1: Uh, And I'm looking forward to tomorrow. We are going to cover even more ground tomorrow. Let me give you just a small little preview of what we will be looking at uh, on Friday's episode of Live Mike. You know that we are in the midst of a special session of the Utah State Legislature, right? Uh, It was called to order just the other day uh, by proclamation handed down by Governor Gary Herbert. And right now, as you and I speak, there are legislators of both the Utah House and Senate uh, either meeting at Utah's Capitol Hill or if they have so chosen, they are tuning in uh, remotely via some video chat. They are able to execute that. And I have throughout the day been monitoring the goings on up on Utah. Capitol Hill. When the governor announced this special session, in the proclamation, it included a long list of priorities, items which will be addressed, aspects of legislation which will be debated and voted upon at this special session. Well, one of them, which of course has all of our attention, has to do with uh, peace officer training, specifically the use of chokeholds or restraints that may cause unconsciousness. Uh, And I'll tell you what, that piece of legislation was debated at great length earlier today. Chief sponsor, Sandra Hollins of the Utah House, uh, she presented that bill with a long, long list of co-sponsors, bipartisan list of co-sponsors. One co-sponsor I would point out is Lee Perry. Lee Perry is important here because he is, by co-sponsoring this, he is voicing his support of a prohibition on certain uses of chokeholds or restraints that may cause unconsciousness. Why is Lee Perry's support of this interesting? Well, because he, uh, up until this year in his retirement, served as a member of the Utah Highway Patrol. He knows a thing or two about law enforcement. He's been a lawman himself for an entire career. Well, the House today voted on this measure. They've sent it over to the Senate, who has also voted, and the support is overwhelming. The support for outlawing here in the state of Utah the use of chokeholds or similar restraints, which cut off oxygen to the brain, leading to unconsciousness, uh, it is likely will sail through the duration, the rest of this special session of the Utah legislature, make its way to the governor's desk, and uh, find its way into law. So those are the those are the big details here regarding this piece of legislation. But as earlier today, I was listening to the debate; it, it's, it it does deserve some examination, and that examination did take place on the floor today. There are certain aspects of this bill which are interesting, and there are elements to the history of law enforcement here in the state of Utah, which apply or maybe don't apply here to to this bill. And so uh, what I'm going to do tomorrow is I'm going to share with you elements of the debate which transpired on the floor of the House today and the Senate as those two bodies of the Utah legislature chose to advance this legislation. It's fascinating stuff. It has great impact here on the state of Utah, and it puts us in the middle of the conversation nationwide so that's coming up tomorrow uh, right now though for the last few minutes I have with you I want to uh, turn your attention to my Facebook page yeah it's uh, you get on Facebook you type in Lee Lonsberry you'll see the live mic logo on there you click on that profile and if, if you wouldn't mind if you have the time please like it please on there you will see a flag of the United States or at least a flag that looks like the American flag There are stars uh, and stripes. It is red, white, and blue. It looks very similar to the American flag, but it's not. The difference between what you'll find on my Facebook page right now and the actual American flag, which is flying all around our country right now, is the number of stars. Right now, the official flag of the United States contains 50 stars. The one you'll see right now on my Facebook page contains 51. Why? Well, Because there is a debate playing out in Washington, D.C., a debate which, if I'm honest, comes up every once in a while, every few years when legislators back there are looking for something to do. They'll say, hey, uh, you guys want to debate D.C. statehood again? Uh, You you want to revive that one? You want to dust off the old talking points and uh, get this one back on the furnace? Sure. Okay, great. Let's do it. And so that's what's happening right now. Speaker Pelosi uh, the other day uh, discussed the treatment of D.C.,
0: This deprivation of statehood is unjust, unequal, undemocratic, and unacceptable.
1: In addition to Speaker Pelosi's comments on this issue at that same press conference, delegate Eleanor Holmes Norton, and a delegate means she's a non-voting member of Congress. So she's in Congress, she can speak, but she can't vote. Eleanor Holmes Norton had this to say.
0: My friends, it is surely worth noting, as our country prepares to celebrate its own birth, as a nation on July 4th, that the House of Representatives will acknowledge just before that, on June 26th, the equal citizenship of the residents of their nation's capital by voting for statehood for the District of Columbia.
1: All right. Well, most of my time to argue these points has expired, and that's my own fault for rambling on uh, so much earlier on in the program. But the question remains, what do you think about D.C. statehood? It would mean a few things. It would mean that, uh, that this delegate here, Eleanor Holmes Norton, would become a voting member of Congress. It would also mean two more United States senators. And looking back at the voting habits of the District of Columbia, the highest of likelihoods is that those two United States senators would be of the Democratic Party. How does that sit with you? What do you think about that? Is that enough uh, for you to form an opinion? There are other aspects to consider, taxation and representation and such like that. And most recently, most recently, the deployment of the National Guard in the District of Columbia. Yeah, the mayor wasn't too happy about that. The mayor of Washington DC. Should Washington DC be converted to a state, what took place relatively recently in Washington DC relating to the National Guard troops that were there to help quell the protests and such like that uh, would uh, be no more. Anyway, uh, let me know your thoughts. Five seven five zero zero. That's the Utah Community Credit Union text line. I've got to go, uh, but I invite you to download the KSL News Radio app. It's powered by Any Hour Services. On there, you will of course be able to access all the fine reporting from our reporters here at KSL News Radio.